Welcome to Dollars and Cents. Our podcast is designed to provide listeners with financial advice in a language you can understand. Created and hosted by Mark Friedman, President and CEO at Friedman Financial, he discusses timely topics that help individuals and families make smart financial decisions. Count on lots of energy, candid discussion, and a few laughs. And now, here's your host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. Welcome back to another edition of Dollars and Cents. My name is Mark Friedman. I'm president of Friedman Financial, and I'm joined by my business partner, Marion Gilman, once again. How are you today, Marion? I'm great. How are you, Mark? I'm doing great. Middle yeah. of October. Can you believe it? It's almost Christmas time. It is. I mean, man, the Christmas trees are up. You can't find any Halloween decorations in the stores anymore, but it's, they are on the lawns. It's Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I, when I was a kid, of course, back in the in the old days. Yeah. Um, black and know, white TV back then, right? Black and white TV. <laughs> Outhouses. Uh, <laughs> no running water. Yeah, those days. Yeah. Um, nobody decorated for Halloween. Man. I bet even when you were a kid, no, most they, people, they really nobody didn't. really decorated. And, and the decorations this year are getting larger and gorier. This, yes, and this, there's this one house on my way home. I can't even count how many things they have out front. Yeah, but, it's just amazing. I mean, it's almost distracting. Well, yeah, it's, it is distracting. It used to be all the blow-ups. The blow-ups yes, were the big thing. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, now there's actually structures that they're putting up. Yeah. You know, 20-foot skeletons and these crazy things. It's... Yeah, I mean, I mean, End of my street, somebody has one of those 20-foot skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it amazes me how protective everybody is about scaring our children and and being careful about what we say and what we do in the schools. And then you've got these yards <laughs> that have the goriest scenes. Um, and, you know, and in light of what's going on in Israel and in Ukraine and all that stuff, you see that on TV. And now you're seeing it. In, I mean... You know, you don't want to tie the two together for sure, but it is, I think it's getting a little over the top right now. It, it certainly is. I mean, I, f- I find it amazing that people do so much decorating nowadays, yeah. but you know what? That's me. So it, what can I, you I do? Know. I mean, you know, look, it's freedom of speech. It's kind of their fun. Own. They do their thing. Yeah. But anyways, we're back here again with another issue of, or episode, I should say, of Dollars and Cents, where we try to provide some financial advice in a language you can understand. And today we're going to have a little bit of fun with an expression, Marion, that you shared with me earlier today. And we're going to talk about some scenarios and situations that we've run into here in our office, some conversations we hear on the street, stuff that we see on TV, on our social media. And it's it, we'll, we'll title this Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds. That was actually a book that was written years, I mean, I think in the 1920s or 30s. And do you remember the tulip mania in, um, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, hearing about that? Right. Which was gosh, even even further way further back than that. Um, and so somebody wrote a book about popular delusions and the madness of crowds and how people just got caught up in the excitement of buying tulips and they kept bidding up the price. Mm-hmm. And now we've never seen that in our lifetime, right, Mark? Oh, never, never, not at all. We've never <laughs> seen anything where, where uh, a great orator gets up in front of a crowd and, um, and it influences people to make a decision, despite the fact that it has, makes no sense whatsoever, but because they're so compelling in the way they present it, that crowds, like just huge crowds just follow. It's I mean, amazing. I mean, look, take Kim Kardashian, for instance. There you can, go. Can you imagine somebody that, you know, I, I, just the way people and what influences people to make decisions just really blows us away. And we're now seeing this in real life with real money from real people here in the office, right? We do, yes. And, 
you know, we really, I will say, so, you know, when I joined the firm back in the year 2000, we had just burst that tech bubble. Remember the tech bubble of late 1999? Sure, the pets.com Pet, and the guys yeah. buying, the kids buying an island because they made so much money, Yeah, you know, on the dot-com boom. You know, and if you were the first one in, you probably did make a lot of money. If you were the last one in, well, too bad for you, right? Right. So those things did eventually blow up. Um, and we didn't, but we didn't really see much of that in the office. I mean, we did see some people that were, you know, random here or there that might have been really enamored of tech. But but we didn't see people buying all those stocks and putting all their money into it. Despite the Not, fact, despite the fact that there was, that was what it was all about. Everyone was watching CNBC. Yes. Everyone was saying, you yes. gotta buy this, gotta buy that. And we'd right. get those phone calls, right? We would. And, but did, we and did, did we act on it? But our current clients weren't really enamored of that because they were living off their money. You know, right. They wanted to be more conservative and, and we, they knew. Yeah, and we yeah. never, one of the things that I give our firm a lot of credit for, and I've been doing this 30 some odd years, we've never been ones to follow what the large announcement is out there, whether it's buying gold or these cryptocurrencies or a particular stock or a sector or whatever it might be, we've remained plain vanilla. Right. And it's worked pretty well for us. Absolutely, and you know, I recently heard a quote that I thought was really fabulous because that's what we do what you know this is something that we've always told our clients and that was that you know many people feel that in the the basis of investing is to maximize your wealth well don't forget you have to be very careful of this if that's the goal maximizing wealth also implies that you could minimize your wealth that's right. in bad times so if you are taking on a lot of risk um, such that you want to maximize wealth and get the best returns in the market, then in downtimes, you're going to get the worst returns in the market. And we've seen that over and over and over again. We subscribe to having a strategy in place and following that strategy through thick and thin, right. no matter what's going on. Yeah, and it's and it's worked. And, and history now, look, everyone will say, well, this time it's different, this time it's different. You know what? There are times in the in the world when it is different, but over the length of a period of time, it's not very different. Right. Six month time period, it can be very different, or maybe even a year's time period, it could be very different. But when you look at a ten year horizon, not so different. Yeah. So right? a gentleman came into my office this past week, who we've been talking back and forth on the phone with, and he had told me about how he has visited with several different financial advisors, all who have who have had prominent radio shows in the Massachusetts area. Oh, so there you go, right there. You've got people that are on the radio, so they have a mass audience and they're trying to attract attention, right? right? And look, we, uh, I, we did the same thing. We had a radio show for 12 years and we got a lot of inquiries from folks, but we were very careful with who we took and we were very transparent along the way. And we also weren't trying to get attention to an investment strategy. That's right, that's right. And I think that's a key. That's right, and that's one of the things that the he told key me. Difference. In in his case, all of the people that he visited with, with the exception of us, had immediately told him about an investment strategy they should use. In many cases, it was what's called an annuity or some type of a tax deferred product. And annuities can work well for a lot of people. They work well in certain situations, but generally from our perspective, when we act as a fiduciary and place your interests first, 
I need to understand where everything is and what everything is worth in your financial life before you and I ever make any type of an investment recommendation. Yeah, that's very important because you can't just work in a vacuum. You know, if you annuities do have their purpose, however, if you're going to need money in in at various time periods, an annuity might not be the right thing for you because it it implies that either that your money is tied up for a certain amount of right. time or the bulk of your money is tied up. And that's not in all cases. What I had to explain to this gentleman was that there are different types of annuity type products and we're not going to spend time talking about annuities today, but he did say to me, "Well, Mark, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for safety, downside protection. Yep. I want growth on my investments. <laughs> I want inflation protection. I want increased income and I want a conservative approach." So that's a very difficult thing. That certainly is. Those are a lot of competing factors in there. Um, I'm not sure that that's consistent. It, it is not. <laughs> and so one of the things that he sent me afterwards, and it, we had a really nice conversation. He had done a lot of work. He brought a ton of notes to the meeting. Um, and he even had a whole bunch of questions to ask me as part of the interview, though he didn't quite understand the questions he was asking. He was just reading them from a list that he grabbed off the internet. But he did send me to a website on YouTube. He says, what do you think of this guy? Um, I w I've been listening to him and he's talking about how asset allocation is dead. It's a terrible, terrible strategy. And, it's, and asset allocation is something that we've always talked about very positively for on a longer term basis. So I watched this gentleman's video. It was about 10 minutes long. It's on YouTube. And he asked me to get back to him after what I thought. So first things first that I look at when I look at a YouTube video is how many followers does this person have? This person had 397 followers. Number two, the person couldn't have been much older than 28 to 30 years old and had been in the business for less than two years. So I would agree if you've been in business less than two years and you're using the past two years as your history on whether asset allocation works, it hasn't, right, Mary? It has definitely not worked over the past two years, no. We had a very, in 2022, is a very unusual year in that both stocks and bonds uh, both declined significantly. Uh, worst, worst market for bonds in- In its history, I, I in think. In its history, I think, yeah, exactly, so. And so, but, but asset allocation, if done properly and managed with it being as part of a larger financial plan, We've seen success, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Actually, we go back 55 years in this office. Absolutely. And, you know, there is one thing that did work last year, and that is um, the value stocks versus growth stocks. So growth stocks and technology stocks, which are a component of growth stocks, had a precipitous decline last year. I think at, one at many of the top growth stocks were down 50% of the year, mm -hmm. which is huge. On the value side, the stocks didn't increase much, but they sort of held their own. They, it was a very, very small decline. So if you had only growth stocks, you would have seen a huge decline, whereas if you had a mix of both, it, it evened out a bit. But it is amazing how these headline stories, these popular delusions lead to the madness of crowds, um, whether it's TikTok influencers, whether it's Instagram influencers, whether it's just whatever news station you watch. I mean, look, we're in the middle of a war right now with Israel. And depending upon the station that you might watch or the news feed that you might get, 
it's uh, the, the, those that speak more articulately, if that's such a word, um, just seem to have a huge impact on sometimes masking what the facts are, but they get everybody worked up about some issue. That's right. And, you know, it's the compelling narrative that actually attracts attention. So again, you know, when you look, when you're watching somebody who has a really compelling story and is, you know, very animated on TikTok, it really draws you into that and you get sort of hooked. And then you start watching more and more and more of their um, videos. And you think, oh my God, you know, this, this person's onto something, they're great, they're wonderful. And you start just thinking along those lines. That's called confirmation bias. That's the term, right? <laughs> yes. You, you continue to search for more stories that support your narrative or what you're thinking. That's exactly right. It's a great word for it. Um, I, I know you just coined that just now. No, I did not. not coin that at all. But <laughs> no, I know. But, it, but, but that it's very popular. We, we see that happen yeah. a lot. Absolutely. And you know what? It's a lot more fun and interesting and compelling and attention holding than facts and figures are, right? Right. So we can come, we can come back at these people and say, well, look, you know, if we look at a 10-year horizon and these are the returns and this is what happened, um, sure, you know, we could prove that this is not, you know, this could be like another pets.com. On the other hand, does anyone really want to listen to that on TikTok? Yeah. No. No one wants to hear it's fun to be boring. Exactly. Right. Exactly. No one wants to hear see a boring news story. No one wants to just just say let's just be rational all the time. And how many people want um, who call us up who say, "Don't we need to make some moves? We need to do something, right? Don't we need to do something?" And it's really not fun to do nothing. But doing nothing is the right thing in most cases. In, in many cases, look, there's all sorts of components to one's financial life. The tax impact of making decisions is certainly a factor that has to be considered. The impact on your ability to continue to have access to your money rather than being handcuffed by a particular investment you might buy. You need flexibility. You need to know what that cash flow is. You know what, need to know the impact of your overall family. Does the family need money? Do you need to support somebody? Does somebody need to support you? What is going on? All of those items are important. And that could be very different than what a 25-year-old on TikTok needs, right? right? And how they're looking at um, this investment landscape right now. Yeah, I don't think people realize that there is a whole industry, a profession of what are called headline writers. Yes. That is their job, is to write the headlines that make you want to click or read further. That is exclusively their job. And which is why you see such incredible headlines as such attention grabbing headlines. And then you go to read the story and the story's like, eh, right. you know, For instance, nothing our, exciting. The best example is you'll see a picture of Tom Hanks and it'll say, look, see what Tom Hanks looks like now and other celebrities. Yeah. Okay, so you click on that button and you're waiting to get to that picture of Tom Hanks. Meanwhile, you've watched 40 other pictures of things that are totally unrelated to Tom Hanks. It's other celebrities, some B-listers, some C-listers, etc. And there's not even a picture of Tom Hanks. There you go. But it's it drew you in and it got you to connect to ads and, and it got you to click right and it got people to say well if they like this maybe they'll like that and that's how these algorithms are built we have become suckers for the world of social media we have been suckers in the madness of crowds and and again you know once one person 
has one person start to promote an idea and then once they get some followers those followers start to talk to their friends about it and it just becomes the fear of missing out right that everyone follow. wants to be a, a, wants to be involved because if not they're not part of the in crowd yeah, or it, whatever it is I, I think it's always funny with people saying well i need to get so many likes or i want to have so many followers yeah. how sustainable is that in year 2 3 4 10 20 30 it's not actually we don't even have history of some of that stuff no we don't but it's it, it's really remarkable to me how easy it is to get sucked into doing something based on a sales presentation or a powerful orator or a powerful persuasion technique when in reality when it comes to our money when it comes to our personal finances it's we need to get serious and if now is the time for you to get serious about your financial planning your investment management needs you know we hope you'll give us a call don't rely on TikTok. Please don't rely on TikTok or Instagram or even your neighbor for that matter. Allow someone, allow a certified financial planner professional to take a look at your situation through the lens of ethics, through the lens of acting as a fiduciary, through the lens of making sure that they verify and know where everything is and what everything is worth before they ever give you a piece of information or advice. That's our secret to success. It's what we've been doing at Friedman Financial since 1968. So if you'd like to get in touch with us, we do offer a free initial consultation. Our phone number 978-531-8108, or you can visit us on the web, freedmanfinancial.com. That's Friedman. Two E's in a day. Financial.com. Go to any page on the website. You can sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Also, if you want to know who the types of clients are that we work with, how do we operate, what do you need to do to prepare for an initial meeting, what does it cost, we don't hide anything. It's all on our website. You don't have to read between the lines here. We want to do what's right for you. When, it, when the time is right for you, we do hope you'll give us a call. Until then, though, I wish you all the best. And we will be back again next week with more Dollars and Cents. Marion, thank you for joining me. Well, have a great day, everyone. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. During today's Dollars and Cents episode with Freeman Financial, your host may have discussed specific financial planning and investment ideas that are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please remember that investing involves risk and may include loss of principal. Always consult a certified financial planner professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.